0: It's exactly what you think it is.
1: Uh, those are the days, man. I mean, you can just hello everyone, and you're listening to the Good, the Bad and the Geeky uh, episode 302 before we get into this 302. Yeah, this is 302. 302 302. Wow, I know. right? Wow, wow. right. Yeah, um, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of all, all types of HBO shows and um, Star Trek. But before we do, a little uh, shout out to our sponsors: uh, AudibleTrial.com dot com forward slash good, bad, geeky, A thirty day trial, over two hundred thousand titles to choose from. Tons of great audiobooks, like Tina Fey's Bossy Pants, Steve Martin's Born Standing Up, and, and any of the books by uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's either Bill Carter from the he used to be from the New York Times. He wrote all the uh, bestsellers on the Battle for Late Night. The Late Shift, and uh, the other one with, that discusses Conan O'Brien, um, Fallon, Ferguson, Kimmel, and uh, Leno for The Tonight Show, mm. um, which was really good. Um, you might walk away with a different opinion about Conan O'Brien, is all I'll say, because I was very pro Conan O'Brien. Anyway, great series of books. You can get them all. or I think they also added Harry Potter, uh, if that's your jam, which it's a good jam if, if you uh, dig it. audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. And then uh, our other sponsor is uh, Packrat Comics. They Dot host com. our live... Yeah, Comics. Dot com. That's our new one officially, I guess. I'm okay with that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh you. If you uh, go there uh, to the website or actually go there in person in heart of Old Hilliard, Ohio tons of comic books, graphic novels, t-shirts board games, and much more they're also the host of the GBG Live um, give them a shout out uh, they're they're pretty great um, so yeah, and of course you like other sponsors like It's All Been Done Radio Hour and T. you can get that information in our show notes but you know what, speaking of It's All Been Done
0: we have me? you! Well, am I involved with It's All Been Done? I'm not in it well, yeah, but you're the, you're the guy. I'm the guy. You're the guy.
1: Not mm. the guy. You're the guy. The guy. The guy. What's the
0: difference between the guy and the guy?
1: One means you're pretentious, like the Ohio State Buckeyes.
0: The Ohio State <laughs> Buckeyes. Buckeyes.
1: And the uh, other one means you're you're just a cool dude who is the writer, creator, uh, and executive producer of It's All
0: Been a Radio Hour. I want to be the first one. You, that's what I'm saying. You're the. No, no. no. I want to be the the you, pretentious asshole. You you? Oh, you want to be the? Yeah, the. I don't care if it's the or the. I just want to be the pretentious asshole. Okay. Good job. This <laughs> step one is asking to be the pretentious asshole. Yes, the pretentious assholes usually ask politely to be the pretentious asshole. Uh, can I please be the pretentious asshole, Dick? Uh, you you sure can. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Well, Not, I'm welcome. I probably won't be very good at it, but I'll try. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. That's a great way to open up the show. Episode 302. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Episode 302. Dustin, um, FYI, uh, go to iTunes. You can download and subscribe to past episodes there um, and give us a review. It would be appreciated. Also, uh, goodbadgeeky at com or Twitter handle goodbadgeeky, which is the same for Instagram if you want to see pictures and all kinds of other crazy stuff. Um, everything else also you can find on gbgpodcast.com. Any other words before we start the show? Um, pineapple. Pineapple.
0: Sesquipedalian.
1: What's cable? That? What? No, no. We'll go back to the one before cable. What was that?
0: Pineapple. No, the one after pineapple. Sesquipedalian. What the fuck is that? Somebody that uses big words. Roll them. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Engage.
1: <laughs> I always lie all right and welcome out everyone to this episode of the good the bad and the geeky let me turn my mic so it is more appropriate to the way i'm facing and uh and as you've heard in the opening mm-hmm. which all the wonderful things we're gonna all talk the about wonderful things we talked about but also you're here i am that's right and uh, now what act of god has moved
0: you to get you to come here today Oh, it's not an act of God. I know. <laughs> God's in the center of the universe on that planet that they blew up. Never mind. <laughs> which is kind of a reference to the main topic of today's episode.
1: Yeah. Well, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. But no, yeah, uh, you took off because we did a uh, uh, 48-hour uh, the film festival. festival. Right. Which, uh, well, not the festival. We didn't do the festival. We did the project, which will be aired right. during the festival.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Well, when you say
1: festival, people are like, oh, they went to a
0: festival. We didn't go to the festival. We made a movie in 48 hours. which, And by we, I mean mostly Shane and Cody. But yes. we helped.
1: <laughs> you helped more than I did, because you were there earlier. No, man, I, I had not done that much exercise in so long. <laughs> uh, and really, I was just standing there and snapping a clipboard. Mm-hmm. So by the time that we got to your place, which is one of the final shooting locations, yeah. I was Took out. Took a nap. I, yeah, oh, Jesus. Though, well... I was, I think I was really out for like five
0: minutes. Not even Were that. you out of the part where I said $5 to anyone that goes and makes out with them? Mm, yes, I was out for that. Okay. I was out for that. But
1: you no, know, cause I just remember I could hear like Amanda, like whisper. Somebody like, called you sleeping beauty. So I thought you needed a kiss. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Someone. Were you out <laughs> while the like six people made out with you? Yes. I was Whoa. apparently out for that. That must've been. Did a you wake up with short... any strange tastes in your mouth? No, I did not. Okay. All right, no. Interesting. No, I do just remember <laughs> someone, like, before I actually was out out mm-hmm. for, like, five minutes or whatever it was, I just heard someone's like, Nick's asleep, everybody. And I was like, I'm not asleep. I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> and then I was out. Yeah, I think you were asleep. <laughs> and then I was asleep. And then I woke up, and they're like, and, yeah, because then the lead actress, she's like, you were out for a long time. I was like, I was not out, because I can hear Dan- these other two people talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I- 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 I'm kind of awake now. I just can't move because mm-hmm. I feel like I got hit by a train and then I semi-resumed re- my duties well, next for next time you
0: maybe shouldn't come to the film shoot right after being hit by a train. Just it's, saying. It's, it's, it, you know, but you know what though, that's how dedicated I am to the project. I understand. You know, because there was that. a train, but, it, it would, probably would have gone a little annoying. better if you hadn't been bleeding profusely everywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to buy that. a new carpet. Nick, could you go pick up the pick up the light thing, the the reflector, mm-hmm. right? But not bleed on it, right? It and then brought, you bled on it, and I bled on it. I know we had to get it and was a new, which red delayed. Tint yeah, it was bad. awful. Um, so, but yes, yeah, uh, so
0: then you took off today just in case for that, and that's yes. yes. But thankfully, my part was done a al- like eleven o'clock on Saturday, so I, I got know. to sleep and relax and. <laughs> Those guys were... And they, but it was some cool stuff. They had a steady No, yeah. it was really cool. I was digging their story. I was digging what they were doing. Did,
1: I think you were sitting down, but did you see this... I know you saw the filming of it, but did you see the actual framing of the shot where he had... He has a thing that's almost like a mini... It's on a tripod, but it's a, uh, a track. Mm-hmm. And did did you actually see the shot? What it looked no. like? Oh,
0: I was behind them. Wait. I mean, I was imagining it in my head as I was watching them do it over and over again. It's really cool. I'll wait and watch it on the big screen next. That's and that's, like, true. Oh, that's right. And if not. not at your place. Surprise. Yeah. Apparently. Surprise. <laughs> no, that's fine. Everybody's going to be there anyway. It was so um, funny. Yeah, no, I, I liked that post. Like, surprise, Jimmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, obviously he knows that I had no problem. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to go see it on the big screen, That's the day before, too.
1: Well, originally I was like, well, how long do these have to be? Is mm-hmm. it like seven to like a half hour? No. I don't know. And he's like, no, it's like seven minutes at the most. I was like, yeah. oh, good. four to seven minutes. Good. So, like, if we pay 10 bucks a day, it's not going to be like an all night thing. Mm-hmm no it'll be like a like an hour or 2 hours
0: i want to you know. say there's like 10 so at most like 70 minutes right depending on what they put in so between so that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a deal it's a bargain yeah I mean it, it's divided into three showings so we're only going to one of the three sets right Yeah. But still yeah.
1: that's that's awesome like, yeah. you, you don't have to spend the whole night there going oh when is it, okay I mean not to
0: say the other people who work really hard on their free film out well, project well my I'm guess right. is some of them will be great and some of them will be shit and then there'll be some mediocre ones in but between but that's why I'm saying you, it, it, and it's, hopefully it's, it's like going
1: to Sundance every year you, you're, there's gonna be a good film and yeah. there's gonna be some and I may
0: be biased, but I have a feeling his will be oh, one of the better ones. Going to be great. Yeah,
1: I held the gun. I just guys, there's a gun in it. There's a it's gun. A, it's a cool gun,
0: and it's held by a guy named Chekhov, who never shoots it. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I would do that. Oh yeah,
0: I oh, may never, do that. You, I may do that. What? There's a guy with a gun that just never shoots yeah, it. Yeah, we need a podcast episode. There's a guy with a gun named Chekhov, and he never ends up shooting it. <laughs> It'll be something. I don't know which sketch, but we'll put it in there somewhere. Yeah, because it always be supposed to go off in the third right, act. It's supposed
1: to right. Well, if you if you really want that, everybody, you can just go watch Maleficent anyway. Um, well, oh, well, they well, you give the impression that oh, I didn't know that was a gu- actually it's the reverse. I didn't know that was a gun that was going to go off. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's a gun. Sure. Uh, so uh, in the news that you don't care about because well, we're bringing that back. Yeah, bringing um, it back. We're
0: bringing it back like a porch monkey. Ooh. What? Bringing it back. What did Sam say? I'm bringing say? it back. What did Sam say? It's a Clerks two reference. Everybody, I'm not a racist. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> only Randall's a racist.
1: <laughs> Here comes Randall, a racist berserker. Uh,
0: Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, the last and season. seven. Well, yeah, no, season eight will be it. But what we were told was. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be season seven. Will be seven episodes, and you have to wait over a year for it, which I get because they want to film in places where it looks more like winter, because winters come. Um, and then season eight will only be six episodes. It took a long time for winter to come. It did, but it's here. That's right. I mean, you just kept playing with her and playing with her, and you just couldn't find the right spot. And now she's come anyway. I uh, got what you were going. Uh, for, oh, I know. It, I know it, you did. It, it took me a second. I know you did. It-
1: <laughs> just, just like it took me a second in real life.
0: Oh, that's oh, no, sad. <laughs> it took winter forever, but Nick was like that. But <laughs> boom, um, yeah so yeah short and a lot of waiting they won't be eligible for the 2017 Emmys which would be really interesting to see how that reshuffles oh, the race oh yeah. yeah because
1: um, they won last year didn't they for best they series. won a number of things
0: and they'll probably win a number but of I things but I think last year, year was the first
1: time they won did best, they win best series I, I thought last because year? wasn't drama? there neither, neither was Breaking Bad I, I
0: thought I don't I, remember
1: I thought but that's a, I don't I,
0: remember which shows you exactly how impactful them being out is actually going to be <laughs>
1: Yes. Award
0: shows are stupid.
1: (laughs) But they're so much fun to see how how scientifically off they are. They're just stupid. I don't disagree with that 100%. (laughs) I sometimes just like every once in a while some of the bits in there will actually kind of be funny
0: and then the rest of them are just not. Oh, I usually enjoy the host, but the awards themselves are just stupid. Oh, well, yeah. Because it's, I, I mean, it's just there's way too much out there. For any reasonable person to consume, and so the people that are voting are voting having only seen a small fraction of the things that are eligible to vote for, and it—it's well, just no way, there's not it, really a good way to do it.
1: Now on the Emmys, though, just to throw it out there, and yeah. this is where it's a little different—they the, send
0: a specific episode, only or two specific out. episodes, right? But now, if you best
1: series is a little different,
0: right? But to, if you're only watching that one episode, how are you really supposed to get a breath of what they're doing? I mean, I feel like that's kind of sucky too.
1: Yeah, because that's usually how they. So if you want to not get your actor nominated, I think you can send up, submit up to two to three episodes, yeah. but but
0: one of them has to be the primary focus of it, and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh. Well, the fact that Tatiana Maslany has not won the last two years and wasn't even nominated two years ago proves how flawed the system is. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, they're yeah. Well, I always thought the guy who played Walter should have
1: been nominated for Fringe. Yeah. Just because or, I mean, at some point, and he didn't have to win. You should have at least been nominated, and you can say Anna Tor, but she her letter name was creepy. And I negative. think, but, uh, but yeah, but I think always if
0: one Somebody actress. wins an Emmy for a role; they should not be allowed to keep winning an Emmy for that role. I'll go with that because there are a lot of deserving people, and for the Brian Cranstons of the world to take it over and over again. I mean, not that he wasn't great; he was, but Bryan. But you need to recognize others Kelsey that deserved Palmer, it: David Hyde Pierce, Dennis Franz. Lots of people.
1: like Lots of someone people. Someone made a comment. Alec Baldwin. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, Alec
0: Baldwin. Hugh Laurie. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, for House. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's a lot of deserving people. I don't think it's fair for the same person. because yeah, Steve Carell was nominated but never won. Right. And that's a good... Great- and, and I feel like there's usually multiple deserving people in any given year. Yeah. And so the fact that one person gets it and then gets it over and over again based on popularity, contest, or whatever, it's just not fair. That's why I don't like award shows in general.
1: We 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 have a lot to reconsider now, on, on on the on the pro award show side, which there's not really a lot there to pro to begin with. So no, exactly. No, uh, this is a lot of HBO. We'll just get all the HBO stuff. Sure, because we were talking beforehand. And there's just a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Sesame Street. That's because they just had some big press conference or something.
1: Well, that's I think why that there's isn't so much. Television, uh, when we're recording this right now, the TCA. Yeah, TCAs are going on. I is thought. it? I yeah.
0: thought. This is the television critic that doesn't know. <laughs> it's because I can't actually go travel to those places, so I don't pay attention. I'm, I remember, uh, uh, and I'll, I'll say this: I don't
1: care. Yeah, because I, you know. Uh, because We don't really interact that much, but mm. I enjoy Bill Lawrence a good deal. Yes, but uh, one time during Cougar Town, he's like, Hey, you're 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 because I was writing consistently at the time. He's like, You're gonna come to the TCA's, right? We'll go get it, we'll hang out with well, a big group uh... of us. And I was like, I can't afford to go down. And ever since I was just kind of like, Okay, he
0: <laughs> like, thought you were a real critic, he did, and <laughs> it made me sad. I feel like. I'm one of those people, like, I've been around long enough. I've written tons of articles. Yes. I know a lot of other television critics. I've been on a couple of those trips that, thankfully, like, marketing pay. studios Jesus. marketing companies have yeah, paid for. But, um,. Well, yeah, it's not it's, luck. It's not. Well, luck at it's, all. It is partially luck, and it's partially Talent. I worked really hard to get where I was. Right, I, of and I just don't spend as much effort on it as I used to. But I still do it a lot. Um, but I also don't live in L.A. or New York, and I'm not yes. rich. And most of the people that are television critics, uh, like full time, are either in one of those places where they can constantly go to sets and build relationships, which I wouldn't be good at anyway. I'm not a relationship builder. I just want to watch it and write about it, um, or. They don't need to work and have enough money to just kind of do what they want to do, and I don't have that that luxury see
1: i've I've heard from some of the guys that I majorly follow like uh like movies is a little bit different, There's yeah. a little bit more money in movie reviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. but for television, it's like they live off the perks, yeah, there's not that, much money there. there's not much money there there's not. You know ryan mcgee who used to be a tv i think it was tv guy and now he's kind of on his own
0: i'm sure if you're lucky Those enough to guys. get hired by like tv line or somebody you have a salary yeah but most of us aren't making a salary right you're doing i'm making credits. money but i'm not making right. uh, not making tons of money yeah it, it's like a it's like a
1: it's like a lemonade stand you're you're making i'm making more than i would at a lemonade stand but in comparison to the other guys, it's it's, yeah. chump, it's chump change, which, yeah. which which is depressing. But it is
0: because I would stuff. like to do it, but but yeah. now I'm doing more of my own content, which even is, though I'm still doing the TV stuff. Oh, jeez, I don't even know how you do both. I just don't because I basically only review pilots now. I don't have to keep up with all the shows because I can't. Yeah, uh, but I can still view pilots because I have enough background to evaluate true. a brand new show.
1: That's true. Which is. I like it and I want to see more. No.
0: At least 600 words.
1: Well, yeah. No, that, that's... <laughs> then I just write that, that over and over again. That's that's the headline. That's the, that's the header. I like that's it and I want to see more. I like it and I want to see more. <laughs> and then the rest of the view is like, this show has a great cast. The cast is... All right, we're at Word 400. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I right like that. I know you don't. Not at all. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy reviews it. He fucking commits to the review. Thank you. God, I love him. Uh, but no, Sesame Street. Uh, yeah. They, well, apparently this happened last year. <clears throat> but this but it was released that like right I think this last week during I think the TCA is that's mm-hmm. when they were just like, oh by the way, um, we've let the older cast go like Bob, Luis. Um, Luis uh well, uh, Maria Maria's married to somebody, but Gordon and they were all uh, they were all let go I think last year. But the, it was announced this year, and of course someone, I think, interviewed him. I think it was Muppet Cast interviewed him, and Bob was just like, yeah, it was HBO. They didn't want us there.
0: Which they have now denied.
1: Right. Like Sesame Workshop denied it, HBO denied it, and now HBO apparently is making Sesame Workshop ask the actors, are you willing to come back? Mm, I had not heard that. Yeah, that came out Friday of... of end of the day i didn't it was that was the headline is that hbo is reaching back out to the actors and inviting them back and because
0: they had said they were still the release i saw as they were still yeah, going yep. to represent the show in public events and things yeah they just weren't going to be on the but show anymore
1: but it's not a good sign when you have them publicly doing the events and
0: saying why aren't you on sesame street anymore and going, right hbo didn't want us there yeah which they're saying it wasn't hbo that asked them to do it but you know you never know
1: yeah, but here's You're the thing, too. I will, I will throw this mm-hmm. uh, throw this out there. HBO did ask that they redo the set when they went over to, because they gentrified Sesame Street, is the, the storyline. Because I actually watched mm-hmm. the first episode, because ah. um, I'm a nerd like that. Um, and I actually still watch Sesame Street every once in a while, just for the... Yeah, some of their bits are hysterical. Just to,
0: to ref do get a refresher on the alphabet and such?
1: Uh not always. I just, okay. some of their some of their bits are actually <laughs> clever for kids, like the Mad Men one. I saw it. I was not that I impressed. I, like I thought it was funny just because, you know, because how are you gonna talk about Mad Men or how are you gonna do a Mad Men parody on Sesame Street? And the Game of Thrones one was pretty funny. Mm, you didn't like the Game of Thrones not one? Not really. Oh man. What about House of Cards did you see the House of Cards? I did, and yeah, I don't think their parodies are very funny. Uh, fair I'm enough. Sorry oh it's okay i i thought they were hysterical um so that's why i still kind of of watch those uh but uh so yeah so that's interesting Mm -hmm. um and other hbo news uh lots of new shows are coming up there
0: we got westworld uh, westworld which had a two-month production delay Ugh, yeah. But I think they're hoping it'll be the next Game of Thrones for them. And and also uh it's produced by
1: JJ Abrams. It is,
0: but right. he's not writing it or anything, but he's producing it. I think it. he hinted at on another
1: <coughs> podcast where um they they he hinted at that uh there were a few shows that fell through the cracks and mm-hmm. that was kind of one of them because he was doing Star Wars. Yeah. And then when he caught to it in time, he he I think it was that in person of interest where he's like because he usually has a person that's in charge of that, and she did a really good job. It's just that um, there were some. If he was there, he would have been like, "No, no, 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 we got to fix this now this way," mm-hmm. and not kind of like whatever. Yeah. And he didn't. He was really nice. He didn't blame the person that was in charge of the shows for mm-hmm. him when he was gone. Because because he was like, she kept me in the loop at all times. But if I was actually there, not having to direct a whole like gigantic franchise right. movie, I could have like steered the ship a little bit better and just said to both, like, HBO and and this other network, don't, don't, you know, you can't cancel that show just yet, and uh, let's let's work on it this way. And the only other show that he had on the air that got canceled was Person of Interest. I was like, that's yeah. a bummer. But I heard the ending was good. I've not seen it yet. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, Westworld, Anthony Hopkins is in it. A bunch of people are in it. Evan the, Rachel Wood. Yeah. Isn't it also the girl from Jeffrey? Wright? Jeffrey Wright's in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know Jeffrey Wright was in it. Yeah. and also
0: I like the I like Michael Crichton, which is what it was based after. Yeah, it's a big sci-fi epic. Um, I, I'm assuming I mean it's huge budget. Uh, HBO basically sucks. said we don't mind the extra expense because we want to make sure it's done right, which is what they have to say. I don't trust anything that comes out of HBO most, Well, I don't trust. Anything that comes out of most networks' mouths because well, it's all PR bullshit. But HBO probably less than most. Well, guess, and and and
1: tell 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 the listeners why. I think it's a very valid reason. I think. But well, you you fall you are you are at the feet of the teachings of the, of the TV Dream <laughs> Reaper. That's why. That certainly contributes. Uh,
0: yeah, it certainly Which contributes. Is, and,
1: and the bullshit that he calls it is the PR Jedi's. The PR Jedi, is. yes.
0: And he's not wrong. He's, he's not. not because networks will come out and say great things glowing things about a show that they they cancel a week later yeah it's he he does not watch any of the shows he only looks at the facts and the figures of the viewing numbers yeah, and he's the an trends an, he's, an, an, he's an analyst yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a fan and i he has a good sense of humor he's snarky he's kind of an asshole but he's got a good sense of humor about it like when gallivant got renewed for a second season that nobody thought they get because it the ratings were shit um they titled their season two premiere a new season, AKA suck a cancellation bear. Cause he was previously known as the cancellation bear at the time. And he thought that was hilarious. He's like, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, I, I'm fine with that you know if you want to tell me to, if you get a third season you can tell me to suck it again because yeah. I, I'm still saying you're not getting a third season but right. but he, then he likes to anytime there's a mistake made he goes and analyzes it and that helps with his future predictions so right. like Gallivant, he eventually found there was this huge tax credit for filming in Britain at this point that probably made financial sense of why mm-hmm. they gave it a second season well they uh, Netflix announced why uh, in the same vein because he also mm-hmm. said Agent Carter would not even get picked up by Netflix or anybody right. and and, uh, well, he does not say things won't get picked up. He says he does not analyze whether it'll get picked up or not. Mm-hmm. It's always a long shot, but there's no way to predict yet because it's still too new and too few shows have done it that he doesn't have any models to predict if it could be picked up by somebody else. I do know that... He just says it's very unlikely for it to get picked up because statistically, very well, few Netflix announced why up. the TCA
1: is why Agent Carter mm-hmm. wouldn't get picked up because they were actually wanting to pick it up. Mm-hmm. The logic, though, being is that when a network show like that... That was on, that was formerly on network TV and tries Mm -hmm. to go to that model. Um, unless it goes to another network there are other licensing deals in place throughout the entire world that Netflix oh, sure. would actually lose more money out paying those off to, get right. it to, come to just to become a Netflix original Yeah, compared to like now if it's a cable company it's a little different like AMC mm-hmm. so that's why it was easier for it to transition the to killing. the killing but like Agent Carter it's a Disney show too Yeah, and like uh, that makes sense the broadcast networks there's a lot more money involved right and they already have licensing deals in place and he goes it would have taken us way more money it would have cost two more seasons technically to get just one more season and that's not even covering the cost of the season. Yeah, just to get the licensing stuff worked out to move it there—that makes total sense. And, and you're just like, that sucked. Because he was just like, actually, we felt it would have been a good brand fit for doing a darker, more mm-hmm. yeah, Marvel that been show. Great. And then he's like, but we just can't do it. Uh, and but and which, which I was like, but he's disappointing. Was on, but, was, but I was nice. like, well, thank you for explaining that because yeah. everyone else was like, we're sorry, we're just not going, we're just going to take a
0: pass at it right now. Yeah. And you're just like, well, shit. Well, but, in those ways, they can afford to be honest. There's no downside well, to them well, to being honest. Well, kind
1: of. They're, they're not always honest, because no right. one knows what their true measuring statistics are for shows. They just know that something's a hit or something's not a hit. Right, right. Well, that's but I'm saying the
0: in a situation like that, yeah, when they they're like, they can be honest, there's no downside to them yeah. for being honest. Yeah. So that's the problem. The problem is if they're honest about that they're going to cancel a show, then they won't sell ads for the rest of the episodes. So it makes sense why yeah. they have to be dishonest and why they have to spin. I'm not saying they're out to... I'm not saying the networks are evil. I'm not saying they're out to screw viewers. Oh, no, they're a business. A, business, a business, and they're running it like a business. But, and myself, I really wish television wasn't a business and it went through a different model. But I, I think it's so interesting, it
1: though. I will say this. It's so interesting, though, that back in the day, mm-hmm. like a show would be sponsored just by that right. one thing. And right. they might show other ads in there, but that's not like like... There's a, this. This is crazy, but there are animated ads for the Flintstones mm-hmm. of them being sponsored by, I think, uh, Carlton cigarettes nice. or something like that. And literally, it shows Barney and, and Fred smoking a cigarette while the women do all the work in the yard. And they go, mm-hmm. well, "Fred, we want our cigarettes too." And you're like, "What the? It's a, it's yeah. a little jarring. It's a little jarring. But again, Grant, that was also an adult show when it first premiered. Now it's a Hanna Barbera like kid show, but. But I was saying, but all those shows like that, the game shows, uh, Rocking Boinkle was General Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every show, uh, the Honeymooners. Yeah, I love Lucy. And thing is, they cut all that shit out now because they want nothing to. It's very, it's very bizarre to me because I Don Draper. I, it's Don it, Draper. It really is Don motherfucking
0: Draper. Yep. Uh, so anyway, HBO. Yes, John Stewart. Yep, that was a we experiment. have all been dying for news about John Stewart. Seeing him on Colbert was delightful uh, it was. recently. It was. Uh, it made us miss him. His voice is so. It's sorely missed. No, it's no. I just mean it's really sorely missed in this election cycle because it's not just fun. It, it's actually really important, and yeah. it reminded us how important it is and what we're lacking by not having him. So I'm thrilled that he's now expected to have a show on before the election, come well, September. The other thing October. is, too, is is that I think. It, animated though, which well, I'm not a fan of, but they did say he'd star in it. He's helping make it, and it's going to be like a quick turnaround. Like he, they can do it in real time, so he can do current events immediately. It's not like Simpsons where you have to wait two years. It'll be more like South Park where he's making it that week before it goes to air, which is really cool. Yeah, but I, I do find it
1: funny. Is uh, we, uh, my fiance watched last week tonight with John Oliver, and I love that. Oh, that's but, just but so good. Her comment was is he every night? And I'm like, no, honey, that's no. why it's called last week tonight. Because it's one. Day.
0: John Oliver is the closest thing we have to John Stewart right now. He's brilliant and wonderful, yeah. but 30 minutes a week just doesn't quite fill that hole. And, and Sam B is a close second, but that then you're up to 40 minutes or 50 minutes a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And John Stewart would deliver 80 minutes a week of commentary or 80. 80- Eight minutes a week of commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, we're yeah. just and and, and he, I don't he's just care got a different perspective. Like I res- I respect what he's trying to do with the show. Yeah, but it all, it, it, I watch it, Bill Maher, but he is definitely biased. He's definitely right. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, there's and and you watch Bill Maher with with a knowledge that you're seeing something skewed and one sided. Yes, yeah. Whereas John Stewart is depressing. more fair. Ex- John Stewart's yeah. a lot like more he fair. Get, he
1: gets both sides of the, of the fence.
0: Yeah, and when he, but he doesn't go both sides equally, but that's because both sides don't deserve it equally. That's true. And I feel like if you say they do, you're kind of missing the point of what's going on. It's like when you say Hillary and Trump are both shit. They are both shit, but one of them is a lot worse shit than the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a race. Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, and Trevor Noah has... God love him. He just has not been as good as I wish he was. But Mm -hmm. on the Daily Show this week, he's like, I don't even understand how you guys think it's a race right now. I don't understand how this is a close race. Mm -hmm. He's like, they say you need to look at this objectively, like, you know, without the bias of liberal or conservative leanings. He's like, I am looking at it objectively. They're not even close. One is clearly a much better choice than the other. Even if they're not a good choice, one is a much better choice than the other. Yeah. No, I I Greed 100%. and it's Well, John Oliver, when he uh, tackled climate change, he was like, okay, if we're, giving, if we're being fair and balanced, like Fox News um, isn't, <laughs> but claims they are, that does not mean we have to give 50% of the time to climate change scientists and 50% to climate change deniers. Right. Because 98% of scientists agree that this is happening. 2% don't. So if we're being fair and balanced, we should be giving... 98% of the time to the side that says it's real because that's what most people with knowledge believe. believe right. And you don't get much more of a consensus than 97 98%. I mean that's basically 100%. But as John right? Oliver also said as per that little bit with mm. Newt
1: Gingrich, yeah, uh, you can have all the facts you want but I feel that you're wrong and that's all that matters. That is and, and that, that is, is insane.
0: It is. And I know it's not every Republican but right now that's what the Republican party is. And yeah, that sucks. That's what Fox News has been for a long time. Yeah, it, and it's, uh, it sucks.
1: So John Stewart, anyway, on HBO. politically. Yeah, I'm just really excited to have John Stewart back. No, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And
0: I, uh, and it's going to be—is it going to be once a week still? Or is it, I thought I, I think it's probably going to be once, once a week. week. Okay. And then when Colbert gets canceled, he can go join the Johns on HBO. It's just sad. Colbert is not doing well. Yeah. And they're getting real desperate. They're bringing his character back so much. His character's starting to really... Even when they don't say it's the character, it's the... Like, the when he does the Flickerman whatever bits with the blue wig from the Hunger Games, that's the character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if they did transition into that character wouldn't you be okay with that oh yeah but I think and I had a big discussion with my buddy Chase who's your buddy Chase too, um, about uh, Chase is just like that's not the CBS brand they're not going to let him do it because that's not what they want that's not what their viewers want it's too polarizing and I'm like but at this point he has nothing to lose so either go down swinging and give it a shot and try it as risky as it might be or you're going to be cancelled anyway yeah, and then
1: James Gordon will, Gordon Corden, on, Corden. will take, his, take his place. Which I Gordon mean,
0: like would never but. steal a time slot. He's way too genuine for that. His handling of this has been, I respect Colbert, I love Colbert, I'm not going to step on Colbert's toes. Yeah, But if Colbert was let go and Gordon had nothing to do with it, then he might take the slot. He wouldn't steal it. But well, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, he, yeah. Would, he would definitely he take it. Pro- I so, would think he would take it. Because it's a better move. What I think Colbert, and, and I think Colbert would reach out and give his blessing preemptively because I think Colbert is a decent human being. Well, and, and that would be my guess. I don't know him personally. Well, no, yeah. But but just what I've
1: seen from Colbert. But, but also, CBS then would be able to actively compete against who their biggest foe is. And Jimmy, Jimmy Kim- Fallon. Which would be Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel's a distant third yeah like when Kimmel does beat both of them it's not by much usually and it's and it's a
0: really special episode exactly which Kimmel's funny but he's on ABC ABC doesn't have the long history of the brand of the late night stuff right Kimmel is their brand really right to be honest with you he doesn't have a follower like the other two networks do yeah so no no it's a two it's a two horse race yeah, which is just so interesting in some ways. But uh, anyway, it's so outdated. But yeah, uh, little bit, a little bit. I love bit. Colbert. I wish him well. I don't like his current show. I don't love it either. Yeah, because I still skim it every night. You, but I'm you not can a fan, tell yeah. though
1: when he gets guests that he really likes. Yes, because the, the the interviews are actually interesting. But if he doesn't, it, you can tell it's just kind of a BS.
0: I think we've discussed this at length on the podcast. Yeah. I hope. About yeah. my opinions on Colbert, so go back and listen to a past episode. Episode that Nick will put edit in there, right? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's too much. Too I much know.
1: effort. I know. Um, actually, I don't. Have
0: we really talked about that at length before? I think we have. Like when he was leaving, I think I gave my strong arguments oh, on why he right. shouldn't
1: leave. That's fair enough. Let's um, leave in Comedy Central. Let me see. So and I think
0: I think the reality has uh, borne those arguments
1: out. Uh, well let's let's do a quick uh wrap up here on other stuff sure Just, uh, uh, kevin smith is going to do the buckrow bonsai tv show i heard
0: that and from you a
1: few minutes ago it's right during show prep uh Can we prep guys uh, surprisingly uh quinn tarantino richard kelly and edgar wright are the people he wants to direct and he's been reaching out to and uh, he's, it's probably typical kevin smith bs and thus we'll make it Mm-hmm. Somewhat a
0: reality, but, um, sure. so yeah. Uh, Gilmore Girls premiered Black Friday. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Will they, will the women stay home to watch Gilmore Girls, or will they go out shopping? Or... This woman right here, talking about myself, mm-hmm. will be staying home and watching Gilmore Girls. Just saying. I don't know. Actually, no, no, I'll be I don't go home. out to Black Friday bullshit. I... I go out for like
1: one thing and that's all I do because the rest of it I do on Amazon.
0: Yeah, no, I do all my shopping basically on Amazon. Um, But I'm super excited about Gilmore And then
1: last but not least before we move into our main subject which is uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. You were going to say something and I was like, no, no, hold it for the show. Sure. um, You said that and then I was going to ask you a question and I was like, well, I was just disappointed
0: because normally when there's a really big release uh, with Amazon in the past they've done uh, release day delivery Mm -hmm. like the last Harry Potter book they did that. that They didn't do that this time. Time, and i got an email like late friday night early saturday morning like if you want it on release day you need to cancel your order and go reorder it on prime now but they waited till like less than 24 hours for the release or about 24 hours before the release to say that and as we had previously discussed saturday we were doing the 48 hour film festival yep so by the time sunday morning came around and i like looked in my account and saw they hadn't even shipped yet I was like, what the hell? So I tried to cancel the order so I could get it through Prime now, but it was too late, too close to shipping, so they couldn't cancel it. It So as of when I came over to the studio to record today, I still have not received my copy of the book. Mm. So I'm very disappointed. Because that, quite honestly, it would have been hard to tear myself away from it to come over here and record today had I received it. But if it's there waiting for for me, I you know what my evening is going to be. Yeah. Well, I just remember the one day,
1: I think it was you and Kayla mm-hmm. and I went to Barnes & Noble. new. Was it
0: just you? No. No, I don't, I, I don't know. I know. that. a midnight release? No uh yeah I've never been to Barnes & Noble for a midnight you release you went to somewhere I for went to Kroger re- once with my brother and my sister there was
1: I think it was the last book you got it at a midnight release I thought because that's I did at your...
0: Kroger with David and Melissa
1: my and that, was that two of my siblings okay. yeah cause then you read it cause we're like Kroger's I, not gonna have lines and and I, Barnes & Noble will be insane and I, and I grilled you the entire the next morning cause you, you stayed up all night no no I didn't
0: cause David and I both got it and Melissa just came with us cause she was tagging along I just knew like the, the next day no, you had no, it completely I read about 150 pages that night but it was already after midnight midnight and you know i don't stay up and yeah. my brother david stayed up all night reading i was like i'm gonna sleep for about six hours then get up and finish it i had it finished by like 4 p.m the next day so by the time, okay so by the time but i, got I home, slept i asked you okay yeah but you were grilling me while i was still reading it uh but yeah. david only beat me by like two hours even though i slept like six or seven hours so i was like yeah. that's what you get because, for not sleeping yeah
1: which yeah because i just remember i was asking you questions and yeah. you're like I'm not that far yet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, I remember or, you yes, texting me throughout the it. day,
0: and I was like, "God damn it, that fucker's reading the Wikipedia page. He needs to actually read the book." No,
1: no. This was when we were living together. I thought because I remember you were on your couch, and you're like, "I thought you were
0: texting me." Mm-mm. What
1: year did that come out? I have no idea. I'm gonna double check. Well, or or, or oh, okay. I might be getting the books confused. There's so many of them.
0: There's seven. Like seven, seven, seven. Uh, it might have been the sixth one. I thought the sixth one. I was house sitting for the McGifs, my aunt and uncle, when that came so out. So I think it had to be definitely. And, and, and I read it at their house because I just remember. Uh, I have always said that Snape is,
1: you know, Snape. Yeah, and, we. And you, you and went, I had, but, had a different. Yeah, opinion and I don't like that. predicting
0: either. Yeah. Well, it, you know, but yes, you had strong opinions about Snape, and I was like, I don't know, and I'm not going to predict. And she's a brilliant writer, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that she wrote this new one, but she. Collaborated, Gave a blessing. So I'm excited. I thought she, like, helped with the basic outline of it. I think she helped, but she did not write it. Yeah, because it's actually the same. The script. book came out July 21st, 2007. Um, I need to work backwards on my timeline. I got married in 2009. So you lived with me. I lived with Amanda that last year. So she lived with me, like, mid-2008, 2009. You 2007... I had been in that apartment. You had not moved in yet. You were still with your parents. You moved in like a couple of months
1: later. Yeah, November, because it was Thanksgiving weekend. I thought it might be. I don't remember so, that exactly.
0: But you moved in late 2007. This was July I just remember I was at
1: drilling you on your couch, on, on your old old on your old not is the not the pink one. It was before the pink one. I thought you had another couch. That might have sure. been after
0: the fact, but I, you were definitely texting me when it happened. Okay. Yeah, man the regardless yes sorry <laughs> regardless we talked about it and yes. I wish I had already had Harry Potter to read
1: yeah um alright so news you don't care about that's you don't care about so it's done yay um now the the, the big contender so to speak the main course the main the entree core, the entree with a side of uh, with a side of shrimp why not Sh- if, if that's your I'm thing I'm not a big shrimp fan what's, what's your side what's your favorite side Like like you know an extra entree they
0: add to the steak or whatever um, if I get a steak, you get two sides usually. So I'll get like salad and french fries. But well, if you get an extra something, what would that actually uh, be? Well, it depends where you get the steak. But if I'm at someplace like Outback, there's going to be a Bloomin' Onion in there. It's your fucking Bloomin' Onion. It's my Bloomin' Onion? Yes, it's your Bloomin' Onion. It, it's the PH. Pied- I thought it was the actual stick. It's everything. Okay, it's, it's everything. It's the prime everything. rib is what I usually get. But anyway, yes. yes. Um, I would like to hear your opinion first. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, whoa, sorry. Precursor, I would guess I would say is... I. I like the second one a lot. This is Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh-huh. I like Star Trek Into Darkness. I don't love it. Okay. Um, I I appreciate that they did a wrath of Khan whatever uh, kind of redux. I
0: it was it a, was a
1: combo of space seat and wrath. Yeah, which wasn't really earned. Yes, and the thing is, is that's bad. as that Benedict Cumberbatch? Is it Cumberbatch or Cumber- Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch. It's wonderful. Yeah, everyone's wonderful in it. Sure, and even the ending, like. Uh, well, I, I've said this before. I hate the uh, whole like in the normal Enterprise. Apparently, you just walk up, you twist a twist the thing. And this, and one, this it's one. like,
0: well, I rewatched the 2009 Star Trek and Into Darkness last week or the week before. Yeah, and it looked like they went into the little chamber like that was in Rheticon, but then went through a tunnel into a f- another chamber behind it. <sighs> but yeah, it, it, it was really, showing yeah. you what was wrong with why that we had to go action packed and bigger, right?
1: But so this one though, it it's, it felt like in in okay i I really loved it a lot, but uh things I think that was what some people might say is a con mm-hmm. is that it just really just felt like a normal episode of the original series, but with a bigger budget but after the other two movies, I was honestly very fine with that, and it also I felt gay i felt like it redefined all the purpose of the characters in the Abrams verse or the Kelvin universe or whatever mm-hmm. that the characters were kind of missing before, but the original cast always kind of had that, like a little drive, like you know before. Because it's true, Kirk just joined the in, in the in the Kelvin timeline, just joined it on a dare. He didn't really do it because he wanted to Mono after his dad, and it's like, well, because his wanna... dad was alive in the prime timeline, right? Yeah, and yeah. Now it's a question of do you want to keep doing this? The whole thing with, uh, well, and again, I thought it was a beautiful, touching tribute to Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. When, and yes. uh, I don't think I think that was written before he passed. I think so too, but they. I it felt like it was more amped up because yeah. of that, or just knowing about it, and then I, I, I fucking cried like a little girl. But um, oh, they yeah. showed the full cast. Oh, picture yeah, at the end, and you're just going like Star Trek like,
0: five or six. Yes, yes. And, and
1: there's a part of you go. And, okay, in the back of my mind as a fan, I go, oh yeah, this is the 50th anniversary movie, kinda. Yeah, because the 50th yeah, anniversary, anniversary is two months
0: away, right? And the uh, the Franklin was. Um, no, wait, not the Franklin. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to. What, there were a number of references, but um, the reference to the 15th anniversary was that Kirk, at the opening monologue, said he'd been in they'd been in space 966 days, yes. and September 1966 is the premiere of Star Trek. I did not catch that. Actually, the USS Franklin is actually a nod to to uh, Letter uh, Nimoy. And uh, that was after his death. Uh, no, the the registry number is three twenty six. Oh, but the, the actual, actual name Franklin is not. Right, it's it's that's the Gene Roddenberry's Mary's original. original vision. Oh no! No, Yorktown was the Gene Roddenberry original vision. God damn it! I'm mixing up all my references. No,
1: well, no. I read it. It was the director's choice because his the dad, Franklin. His dad is. His, it's Justin Lin is the director. Mm-hmm. His dad is. He likes Star Trek. He, his dad would always make a point. He's like we're going to watch Star Trek tonight. Nice. And his dad's name is Franklin. Nice. And if you notice, there's actually a little bit more of a space between the K and the L. Mm, I didn't know. So, so that. that was a love letter to his dad because his dad. His dad uh, was a, He's a first first generation immigrant. Mm. So he came like a few years for a better job for his family yeah and so he admired Star Trek for you know having a black woman on television and also just the whole Mm. fact that there's hope yeah and he didn't really feel that there was hope for him, but maybe his kids will have that kind of what Star Trek has, and so sure. they watched it. It was a really touching interview, and I was like, "Well, shit, yeah, interesting." Now, I will say, I did not see the spoiler about Iris Elba. Apparently, that was a big thing online. Where Simon Pegg, I just saw the interview. Simon Pegg's like, "Stop watching any more trailers. Stop watching any more ads for Star Trek." I'm glad I watched it ads. To, I watched. Uh, oh, now after watching it too, I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Were you bothered by the use of sabotage as a Star Trek fan? No. Okay, now what's funny too is it for me, I know you don't usually watch the trailers. The first trailer for Star Trek Beyond had remember that a lot of people are like it looks like a fast and furious movie. Yes but but here's the thing though is that in retrospect, it makes perfect sense now if, when you watch it because that was the big thing is that they use sabotage and you're going, like, Oh, that's an interesting choice for the, a Star Trek trailer. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, That was a perfect choice for sure. trailer. The problem is, it has no context and you do feel kind of like, Oh boy, he's ruining our Star Trek. And it's not that at all. It's but actually. But it's
0: one scene that fits really well well right yeah. but out of context in the trailer out of context in the trailer apparently terrible. they
1: spoiled the twist though in the trailer uh, in one of the most recent trailer ads like I did not week, see that, that it, i I did I
0: didn't either I, I'm... although I called the twist pretty early in the movie I oh where he say. was a human that he was the Franklin captain yeah I I, I was like well what happened to the captain I called the twist the second I saw him because the outfit Idris Elba was wearing yeah reminded me very much of the uniforms in the show Enterprise and so I was like, "That looks like a Starfleet uniform. What's going on here? Like an older Starfleet uniform." And then as soon as we saw Jayla's house and that was the Franklin, I'm like, "Oh shit, he's the captain of the Franklin." I get it. I did.
1: I did not get that right away until they saw the ship. And when they found the ship, they were showing video footage of the crew. I was like, oh, what, Little, uh, yeah. "What? Yeah. What if they're the? Oh, they God. are. Damn. And they were. And they were. Which uh, the final fight was again. It was
0: okay." Uh, but again I like the movie a lot though so I do you where does it rank for you in the three in the three three uh, Kelvin timeline movies oh see mm, this is hard okay look the first one Mm
1: -hmm. kind of sets the tone Mm -hmm. so that's but it's a little bit under that one and Mm -hmm. and that's the only reason why I think it's because it reminds me the most of the original cast and the, the characters I should say it like there's a lot of Spone Bones and Spock and the Bones and Spock that you really love there's um, Kirk feels like the Kirk that I remember not kind of like a little whiny just figuring his way out through stuff um, And but they're also still building the Kirk and Spock relationship still in a great way um, off, rest in peace Anton Yelchin got some great scenes um, which was nice to see uh, and also you got to see Kirk be again you got to see Kirk be Kirk because in the other two it's like Kirk he even ripped is, his tunic which that was great. That was a great good reference. Guys, I love that reference. reference. But well, for example, like I knew as a as a fan of just stories and just Star Trek in general that that girl probably is a traitor, or she's a traitor because her crew really is held captive by the guy.
0: I thought and, that
1: might be the case, but I wasn't
0: sure, and no I
1: was point, willing to see it going either way. I was true, yeah. But the thing is, it's great is that Kirk in the show would always would figure it out pretty soon and wouldn't let anybody know about it. Mm-hmm. He would just oh yeah, do and and when I was like. Yes, that is that. Is, that's Mike Kirk and yeah. I. I like to sing, and Chris Pine did a great job. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. What did you think? You go. Well, okay, so so I I put one, and I put beyond. I put Star Trek Kelvin, and I put Beyond Star Trek Kelvin. Is that we're retitling it now? I, 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 it's easy. Well, I just always say 2009 Star Trek. We we gotta be careful though, too. You don't know, say Star Trek because then you can go, oh, the original motion picture. Which no, just say know. Star Trek 2009. Okay, Star Trek 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little bit over Beyond, and then Into Darkness. Gotcha.
0: You? Um, Beyond is far and away the best Star Trek movie of the three. Yes, I'll go with that. Now, in the grand scheme of things... two thousand nine second for me. Second for you, and then third in- is Into, Into Darkness. Darkness I liked Into Darkness a lot when I saw it re-watching, and it didn't hold up as well as I'd hoped. It was yeah. still good. It was still good. Don't get me wrong. It was still, in my mind, far better than... Any of the Star Wars movies, yeah, um, and far better than most movies I see. But uh, Into Darkness, yeah, there were some things that just didn't feel earned in Into Darkness, and there were some things that didn't feel Trek for me. There wasn't much of Bones; it was Kirk Spock and Uhura, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I mind Uhura, not that I mind their relationship, because there was always a, a special friendship in the original between Spock and Uhura. They both kind of fell in the same wavelength a little bit, mm-hmm. but. It changed the chemistry of the characters, and I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, yeah. I liked her, but we needed Bones too because that's the linchpin. This movie was by far the most true to what Star Trek it always has been. Right. Um, that's why I loved it. The cur- like you said, the Spock McCoy stuff was great. Although I will say there are three or four little issues I have with the movie, but they're little. Um, overall, the it's a great movie, and one of them is the fact that Bones could fucking fly that alien spaceship. It's ridiculous well he didn't do it well it doesn't matter so they were like, Sulu, can you fly the Franklin? they're not even sure even though it's another Starfleet vessel from a little bit ago but Bones, a doctor who was never technologically savvy can like fly an alien spaceship without even with no prior knowledge, just jumps in and can fly it no, no they're, they're making Bones a little too action oriented, a little too I don't know yeah. That, that was ridiculous. But then that led to the the Bones... Uh, had Spock flown it and Bones been along, even in Spock's damaged state, I think that would have been truer to the characters. But I'm sure they just wanted to give Carla Urban something kick-ass to do, which... Whatever. I, I thought he had plenty of kick-ass stuff to do. Just- Bone should not have kickass stuff to do, is what I'm saying. ah <laughs> oh, oh, No, on. he shouldn't. He, he should be along for the kick-ass stuff. He shouldn't be doing the kickass. stuff. He's done
1: stuff. a few kick-ass stuff in the
0: original not series. Not really. Though, but, I mean, a few times. Only if it's, like, medical-related or personal-related. Not was- flying an alien ship.
1: I had to go back and watch it, but the one where they become gangsters. Well, the one of the few episodes where they go back and dress up as gangsters. Like He was. A he listens up that- a
0: little bit, but he does, it's not like he's mowing everybody down with the Tommy gun. Well, that's... Okay, I'll he's not driving yeah. the getaway car you know fair enough Fair so enough. okay but fair enough fair enough but I really loved the Spock bones chemistry uh in this one and it they was, addressed
1: the relationship too which was what, in a good way like they talk
0: about without yes. talking about
1: like he's like and that's Don't. true to who they are exactly
0: it, it worked out really well I'll even forgive the Spock laughing because uh, you know whatever it bothered, he's a little more emotional but the way I justify it to myself is he lost his entire planet so the, his emotions a little closer to the surface yeah, he's a than, than old Spock would have been right um so I'll, I'll give that a pass because uh, this is the Kelvin universe. It is. We're apparently changing that it makes I want to date Spock and Sulu gay. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously the Kelvin being blown up would make somebody else gay. Uh, okay, did, okay. Did they never established you? in the original series <laughs> that Sulu it. was straight. They established correct. he had a daughter. That's incorrect. They established he had a daughter, but they never did established he was straight. You, though, in the context of the movie? I thought it was That well, he was gay?
1: Yeah. No. Or, the, or the way they did it?
0: No. I thought it was
1: beautifully I, done. I done.
0: get why George Sakai's a little bit upset, because he... Never played play, it that way. He played that character for for how many years decades yeah and he saw himself a certain way and had ownership of that character so i get it i, I don't be smirch him or begrudge him that opinion but from a fan standpoint there was never any establishment of sulu's relationship we just right. knew he had a daughter so this worked fine if anything i would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that because sulu was the one of the seven characters I had the least to do in this movie yeah and, but I will say though
1: he had the, some of the biggest to lose, but they didn't beat you over the head with it, right? Which was which was he wasn't
0: the, left out of the movie. He just had no. the
1: least of the seven. Well, I think the sad part is is that no matter what when you do a Star Trek movie with, right. with the original characters you're gonna lose out on somebody
0: and like for example well so you was have a big part the you had one. like ten major characters in this movie to mm-hmm. deal with and I assume that's why they didn't bring Carol Marcus back even though Morgan and I were both disappointed they didn't bring her back but they had a lot going on yeah it wasn't she was the, uh, the played by Alice Eve in the first yes one. yeah
1: she, was, it, and it seemed like she was done though but it
0: seemed like she was joining the crew with them for their five year mission they didn't say it explicitly but it felt that way mm. But, again, I can overlook that because, A, there's enough other characters to go around that yeah. they don't have time for her. And and she also kind of took away in Into Darkness some of the screen time some of the other characters should have gotten. Mm-hmm. And, B, a lot of crewmen will come and go in a five-year mission. They've been out for three years. And she wasn't in every episode during normal Star Trek. She wasn't would. in any episodes during normal Star Trek. She was in the second movie was the first time we saw her. The Wrath of Khan was her first appearance. Who was
1: the, the girl that was, she was in medical, blonde Nurse Chapel? Maybe that's who I'm thinking of.
0: Uh, who was... Got a mention in 2009, and then into darkness, uh, they had Carol Marcus mention that Chapel had transferred out to the edge of the galaxy, and I'm like, that's stupid. We never get to see Chapel. Yeah. And we never get okay, to see Rand, either. Okay, uh, that's who I was thinking uh, about. Rand we ne- wasn't even a character. It hasn't even got a mention, which is a little disappointing. But anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Because uh, Rand and Chapel were like the two that were important that weren't part of the, the core. Yeah. Um, although... If you look at the series There were only two main characters in season 1 And there were only three main characters in seasons 2 and 3 The first season Kirk and Spock were the only main characters Seasons 2 and 3 it was Kirk, Spock, and McCoy um, none of the other actors were ever main characters. They were all only in about half the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, while this felt true to the spirit of the show of the original Star Trek because of the type of mission, the type of adventure, the whole peace and unity stuff, mm-hmm. it did what the movies did better, which was serve those other characters who were so important. Because Scotty, Uhura, Sulu, Chekhov were never main characters in the show, but they were important. Yeah. And the movies, they were main characters of those movies. Right. And so this movie made the main characters as they Uh, should be whereas 2009 and even Into Darkness kind of minimized most of them. And even the, um, they should let Simon Pegg write all their movies. I was very Because he gets those characters. And what I loved even more is part of what's bothered me a little bit, and I know this is kind of petty, but they fancied up the Enterprise too much. A little bit. And so, even like when you look at like Star Trek The Motion Picture when it was fancied up, it it's not ne- nearly what it is now. And so everything just feels a little too advanced for my taste. So putting them on the Franklin, which is f- from Enterprise, the show... I mean, the, the ship itself isn't, but it was a very similar ship to the Enterprise. And the uniforms well, were, like, from also Enterprise. Also, the
1: chair. Looked, right. Uh, like, when Kirk looked at the chair, yeah, yeah. it looked like... I was like, that's not to what the chair you probably would have really sat right. on in the original. Right. Yeah, which and, is really good. And
0: so you get the technological advancement because they're at war, whatever, except the whole, like ramps over nothing that every big sci-fi movie has stuff but um right. the fact that they spent so much time in the Franklin uh with the old green graphics the old green line graphics I was digging that so much because it felt like old Star Trek to me that's yeah. what Star Trek is to me and they spent more time in the Franklin than the Enterprise this movie I think which was
1: great I also really liked uh, so spoiler because apparently it's a thing now you have to do in every movie where you have to destroy the Enterprise (laughs) you don't destroy it this was the first time it was
0: destroyed the first two it just almost got destroyed the last
1: one it crashed pretty hard and it still survived survived. but this one though it was really cool they did that kind of motion picture well the Enterprise didn't
0: crash in the second movie
1: I thought it crashed into the planet at the very end no that was uh, the ship that Khan was on oh okay sorry I have not. To be fair, though, okay. I did not go out actively and rewatch.
0: It. <laughs> I will say the saucer so. crash landing. Yeah. And they, oh, Gene Roddenberry always mentioned that the original Enterprise, the saucer, could separate like Next Generation. Yeah. They just never showed it because they didn't have the budget. Yeah. So it was a nice fulfillment of Gene Roddenberry's promise well, that they were able to separate the saucer in this yeah, movie.
1: They didn't separate it on.
0: Oh no, they, they, did. Did. they did. They did. They did. After the neck was destroyed, which Jesus, that was that was intense. That was because when they said that, I was like oh my god yeah and i like that the little escape pods that were on the bridge and everywhere were called kelvin pods which explains why they didn't have them in the original timeline because they were something that added to the starships after what happened to the kelvin right which was uh which is awesome right yeah and the the saucer crash landing was very reminiscent of the enterprise d saucer crash landing in genesis Mm -hmm. um the giant green hand reference was beautiful. It was a throwaway line, but then you also saw it in the end credits, and that was an original series episode Yeah, uh, where Apollo reached out and grabbed them, the ship yeah. with his giant green hand. Um, I mean, there were so many good things. The other, if we're going to talk about issues I had with the movie, because there are sure. a couple other ones, uh, the biggest issue I had was the Yorktown itself, the space station yeah because technologically there's no fucking way the Federation could build anything like that at this point in their timeline I mean right when not he not even it, though, close I was like the movie's going to end here though oh because- yeah yeah I thought they were going to blow it up I was so
1: glad they did it oh, I know because that would have been heartbreaking
0: it would have been there were too many innocent lives right and well, did you like the J.J. Sure uh, J. J.
1: Abrams cameo even though it was it was, it was no, J. J. Abrams- it. no is JJ Abrams oh, produced Greg
0: Gumberg? So I was like, yes. "Is that Kirk's stepdad at the stations? Because <laughs> he was in the 2009, his voice right, was. His voice was. Yeah. Uh, clearly, it was not Kirk's stepdad. Um, that's part of the other thing that bothered me. So, first of all, the Yorktown's way too big, way too fancy, way too advanced. Even with the fucking Kelvin thing, it would not have advanced their technology that much. The Yorktown was ridiculous. That would be something like after Next Generation Voyager times, like way in the future. It looks but- like a goddamn snow globe. <laughs> And, and it was really cool but it was too advanced for this movie anyway but the second thing was this entire giant super advanced space station yeah. is run by this in this little tiny room with four people yeah and, and the Commodore of the space station runs the space station Commodore Paris who is totally a uh, predecessor of the Paris family because they mentioned Tom Paris and Voyager's whole family mm-hmm. had been in Starfleet um, she never works in the command center either I know her scenes were filmed later and inserted later uh, they weren't part of the original movie. Yeah. Um, and the, her scenes were necessary. I don't know why they weren't part of the original. But the fact that she wasn't in the command center and that the command center was so small for what that place was I, was. No. It should have been a huge room with dozens of people working it. Was she the admiral? That, she was Commodore. Or she was the
1: Commodore that was speaking to Kirk. Kirk, yes. Right. And said, you, you applied for this. Yes. Okay. I will say, uh, when they saw that. I, again, figuring mm-hmm. out. I thought they were going to do some possible uh, uh, undiscovered country shit. Yeah, because when he goes, we have a connection to the the the, the space station. Mm-hmm. I was like. Oh no, they're going to do another, there's a traitor in the mist thing. Please don't do that, because that's heartbreaking.
0: No, this was a they little did, They did this they didn't. This is different. I
1: was glad with that, because, well that is actually, uh, a lot of people love Khan. Khan is up there for me, but I think Undiscovered Country is... is a great movie. It's great, because you actually put them in a completely different situation. Like, they're actually yep. against the coals. Like, Wrath of Khan is too, but in a, in a more intimate way. And that's not bad, it's just, like, the, really the space battle at the end is, is Amazing! It's wonderful, and of course the loss of Spock. But um, so you have a good wrap yeah, Rathacon. yeah, yeah. So and the other one though, you get you know everyone's kind of doing their own thing to help figure out the, yes. this mystery. Captain and to,
0: Sulu coming in from the background, <laughs> right? yeah, right. And uh, that's uh, what I loved about the 2009 when Sulu sat in the chair and was like, it was. Yes. yes. I mean, if they keep making these movies for a while, John Cho will have to spin off. I hope they do. I think they should be making... uh, So, it's been, what, three or four years between movies, because in seven years they made three movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's I know box office is down slightly. Maybe that's a little too often. So maybe wait five or six years. But they should keep making them for a long time. They need to make more than six. Well, they need to keep making them. I don't know who said it. Uh,
1: I think it the was fourth movie going to be great. Richard Richard Roper, I think, uh-huh. maybe say he's and he enjoyed the movie. He just said, but here's the thing, though, because mm-hmm. I want to see more of these." I think they need to start finding ways to do
0: amazing stories, but on lesser budget, because in the end, because look, for they could absolutely do a lesser budget because we didn't need the Yorktown. We didn't need. And I think that's what ran out. Why that command room was so small. They spent their budget making the the Yorktown exterior and the the, and then they didn't have the budget to do a command center that was appropriate.
1: Yeah. So we
0: didn't need the Yorktown.
1: We didn't. We really didn't. Or well, I also remember the old stations. Even in next generation in the original series, not really. I don't remember the original series that much, but I just remember you would see, hear drawings of them in the encyclopedia. Yeah, and they would they would look the same. They look like a g- giant weird mushroom yes. thing. Yeah, and you're like, oh okay, yeah, I, I, that's what I was expecting. There's like we're going to the space station. Me too. And then it was like a giant snow globe. And you're like, what? It's no. like that's going to break at the
0: end, and that's going to be depressing. And thank God it didn't. Oh, I know. I did not want it to break. And. If this was a movie other than Star Trek, it would have broken. Yeah, it would have.
1: Which is uh, also I. I also. But I will say, I, and this is part of the problem, which is what we're talking about, which is you have to find a way to outdo yourself. Yeah. So, and that whole that whole starship or that whole space station is all about outdoing itself. I know. Like the whole thing with you could see the ship under the water was, that was cool, so cool, but, cool. Yeah, but you're just like. But then you're like, well, what's stopping the water from leaking? I know. Force sorry. Sure. Force. I I understand that. But, but then you're just like, but here's the thing though. They probably killed a bunch of lives by crashing the ship through the water.
0: Unless somebody was swimming.
1: Well, right. But the water would fall through the force field.
0: No, no, no. Um, so the way this is easily explained to me is in the shuttle bay, when they launch a shuttle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I think this is more next-gen than original, because I don't think they have the technology in original, but the shuttle would go, there would be a force field at the end of the shuttle bay that was keeping out the vacuum of space, and the shuttle could go through that force field and out into space without depressurizing the whole shuttle bay. Oh. Okay. So I assumed it was the same type of force field. Okay. All right. Give it that? Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. If it can hold out space, it can hold water. Yeah. It's it's space. Right space um uh no uh, the stuff with kirk's birthday was a great throwback to the original movies the all of them getting a drink at the end and looking up like so many of the original movies ended them like on the bridge looking out the space together and it felt like that kind of scene with yeah. the cast all together now and then like the drink toast and then the little shot of check off uh that was now can i will say this though yeah did you notice
1: that in that final shot i and i, I could not see him i mm. could not see anton yelchin in that final shot they were all he may not have her. been,
0: but they don't always have... Ev- there was sometimes- at that point, he was
1: hitting on another woman in the
0: thing. Right, and, they, really and when they did the
1: toast, they did a special shot of him.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah. But- well, in that uh, line he used to hit on him, Chekhov was saying that scotch was invented by a little lady from Russia, yes. and in the Trouble with Tribbles original episode, he said it was invented by a little lady from Leningrad. Yes. And in the original series of movies, Chekhov would always claim things were Russian in origin when they weren't. So that was a really nice See, Chekhov I thing. I need to go back and watch those more because I don't remember that. Yeah, that was like his thing. Is everything was Russian? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't remember that. That's so cool. But I, I'm, I changed my opinion though with Chekhov in regard to mm-hmm. Anton Yachen because at first I was like. There's a part of me that doesn't want them to retire the character, but I would understand if they did. But after seeing the movie, I'm actually... He went off on a really good high note. Chekhov did. Because like, usually yeah. Chekhov is not in the action
0: scenes. He really isn't. He's in the, behind the bridge doing stuff. Well, he, he had quite a bit to do in the second one because he was the chief engineer. Um, yeah. Which kind of confused me that he was back on the bridge in the gold shirt. I expected you down engineering. But I guess you can only have so many characters down in engineering because Scotty's already got an assistant. And then this Jolly Alert. What? The crap. What's her All name? Right. Jael oh. Jayel. Jay-el. It's, I, it, okay I keep screwing it up it's Jael Jael because it it's it's Jayla
1: it's Jal Jayla 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 well, j law Jayla well it's pronounced J-law because it's technically his nod to Jennifer Lawrence
0: it is mm-hmm. I did not know he didn't were...
1: know a name he respects Jennifer Lawrence a lot as an actress uh-huh. and as a human being because she just always tells you like it is yeah and he didn't know he couldn't think of a name so what's her nickname is
0: Law? yeah. I thought they said Jayla in this movie. Anyway, regardless. Sorry, yes. That's okay. Uh... I don't think she'll be in another movie but she was kind of engineering in this movie oh by the way
1: they had to cut something else but I think I thought uh, the way it was going I thought Scotty and her were going to hook up I thought her and Chekhov
0: or or her and Chekhov they had a little glance but then Chekhov was just a womanizer in the whole movie so that's why he was hooking up with different women Uh, they had several new like crewmen that were like women briefly like the girl that hid the thing in her head and then got killed Look, I also I'm a little proud of
1: this because because you expect it in a Star Trek movie, yeah. But in this kind of movie, they could have let all the crew die, and they didn't. And that was like it was kind of a plot point. Uh, and They killed a bunch of red shirts. They
0: did, <laughs> which is <laughs> fine because they're red shirts. True, but like the rest of the, the ship's crew, right? They saved them.
1: Yeah, and that usually it would. It, I feel sometimes if if it was not in hands like Simon Pegg or Justin yeah. Lin, who do care about Star Trek, sure. I feel like it would have just been. Oh yeah, a the, lot more the, death. The, the only crew that would have survived would just been the main core characters, right. maybe one off here or there.
0: Uh, Were you disappointed Amanda Foreman did not make an appearance? Uh... She's been, uh, she hasn't real. She's had like one or two lines, but she's been part of the bridge crew in the last two movies. jj jj a- abrams frequent actress i she was just on the bridge crew she like turned around delivered a line or two in both of the first two movies i don't remember that oh, I, I just I, assumed I, I that terrible. she had moved on because it's been a few years and her crewmen had gone and that's what I'm, I, that's what they should do with check is he's been promoted to go serve on another ship sure because maybe in, the reliant in the reliant yeah 2 to they're at the con as we were just saying
1: yeah so that um, would be
0: that would be cool and then we just won't be able to see him again unfortunately because they should not recast
1: yeah, no, because he, and, and I, again, it was such a strong note for him anyway, because usually sometimes Chekhov is behind the, the controls of the ship, mm-hmm. or he's somewhere in the ship. The fact that he was actually with Kirk for half the movie. Yeah, that was nice. And
0: he got a few good... I will agree with you that this was by far the truest to Kirk, 2009 and stuff. Yes. And they really teed up that fourth movie.
1: Yes, which, if for those who don't know, is going to. Ha- they're going to bring Chris Hemsworth back as his dad. Right. And s- something. I don't, somehow. Know, what, so don't know. Somehow. We don't know if it'll be flashback. We don't know if it'll. Well, it can't be flashback be, because Kirk wasn't born. You know what would be interesting is that they somehow reset it without resetting it.
0: Ooh.
1: Like a total flash, flashpoint type thing. Kind of where the timeline or almost or almost like A Crisis of Infinite Earths but Star Trek which is where the two become
0: one I don't really want to mess with the fucked up timeline anymore if this was going to be the last Star Trek movie it would be cool if they reset the timeline and fixed it well I guess that's my fear
1: is that because some people are kind of upset still that well all Vulcan's gone and all this and that
0: and you know Spock so I would really like this movie series to end with them fixing the timeline I really would. I would like that too, and
1: but I don't know if that. I don't know. And it's Viacom to do whatever they want with it, sadly, right? But, and
0: I'm hoping the fourth one's not the last movie, though.
1: Yeah, so I, they can't reset I, I the time. Not, I hope not either, because if they make more movies like this one, yeah, this was uh, great. I, I, again, I what we talked about though too. I, I do hope that they find ways to make it more presentable for mm-hmm. less
0: money yeah and it still be cool or whatever maybe but. Jayla could replace Chekhov cause I was like they probably won't bring her back cause there's not room for another character mm-hmm. but she would make but a her great stars replacement. The rise I didn't know
1: that I, mm-hmm. I thought it was um I didn't know if, remember didn't think? Didn't know who it was but the person who I thought it was it was not her mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the girl who was the bad guy in the Kingsman mm-hmm. Secret Service the I girl haven't with, seen that yet she was uh if you've even seen like the pictures of the trailer of the characters no. she's the bad guy that has the swords for legs I don't know um which I didn't think it was her, I thought it was somebody else. Um, Actually, no, she I was, was excellent. A,
0: I thought it was Amelia Clark, honestly. That's who oh, it was. Oh no, I defi- I knew it was Amelia Clark.
1: Um,
0: um, no, she was excellent. I, I would not mind her being like the checkoff replacement comeback. Well who would who did Christy Alley no, Christy Alley no, All- started the character, right? She was Savic. yeah. And then and Robin re- Curtis replaced her. Yeah. And then they rewrote it as a new character for Star Trek Six because By the way, fun fact for you, yes, because that was supposed to be Savick. It was still going to be Savick as part of the arc, but instead they made it a different character, character, which is kind of depressing. It would have been cooler and more tragic. Yeah, but then that let them bring in uh, Kim Cattrall, who did a heck of a job. Oh,
1: yes, yes, but I think it would have wrapped up... I wasn't as
0: big a fan of the actress they
1: had play the second Savick. Well, I guess my thing, though, is that if it was Savick, Mm -hmm. it would have... It's like, she was in all the other movies, for most of all the other movies, it would have, like, tied it up. A
0: little bit more. She was in bow. 2, 3, and 4. She was only briefly in 4. She was in 2 and 3. She wasn't in 5. She wasn't in 1. Sure. But uh, still, she's a reoccurring character that you could go, okay, I don't think they need a Savick, though, because... Oh, you don't. Because they, we didn't get a series. Had we gotten a series, it's fine to introduce a new character like Savick. But because we don't get a series and we only have these couple of movies with this crew, we need to use those crew. But okay. I would let them have JLo because she was great and she's different. She brings a different energy. And when she found that guy and she was fighting with that guy one-on-one I was so like my name is Jayla you killed my father prepare to die (laughs)
1: right (laughs) oh man it was it was a a good movie I really enjoyed it I was in it's a great movie and by the way I liked how because the other ones I feel like they I I could be wrong you've seen them Mm -hmm. did they go right into the original Star Trek theme right away Mm -hmm. in the other two movies I don't remember. I felt like this one. Like I felt like if you stayed through the credits, they would eventually get to the original theme. But this one, right when they went to the credits, they went. <laughs> oh
0: uh, no! Uh, the, uh, no uh, they did that in the last oh, two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where they showed the space and then the names. Yeah, that is with the original, the original theme. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because uh, that was that was. They
0: just, mixed yeah. the original theme and the movie theme and a the new theme all together. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well,
1: Michael Giacano
0: Yeah, the the music's excellent in these yeah. films. Giacchino
1: does. I've not seen. I've not heard a score I've not really liked by him. I
0: did enjoy uh, when they were playing that um, saboteur song or whatever. They're like classical music. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Like we were
1: all uh, uh, my we were mm-hmm. all laughing, and, yeah. and my dad really enjoyed it too. I mean, he's a he's a he's a trekker. So mm-hmm. um, trekker he, he, trekker trekky whatever. trekker was only briefly used. He's not a he was term. he was not a big fan though of them keeping the Vulcan destroyed, keeping the planet, keeping the Kelvin timeline he was not a fan of that he's like, why can't you just change the timeline and change it back and then just still have the the new cast and I was like, it doesn't work like that it it doesn't
0: I mean, there are some things that they've changed that would not have really been affected by the Kelvin destroyed but I really, really liked all the love they gave to Enterprise in this movie because Enterprise is the bastard child of the Star Trek universe and this had a lot of love for Enterprise this was kind of a sequel to Enterprise, because the Zindi Wars and the Makos and the stuff that influenced Idris Elba's backstory was all part of the Enterprise series. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. He actually would have, his, uh, Franklin would have predated, or no, not predated, sorry, post-dated Enterprise slightly. Or predated? I don't mm-hmm. know. They're, right around that time, because the Zindi War and stuff were all things covered in... in um Enterprise. Enterprise. See, I didn't know that. I figured that at some point there was something bad that happened. And the Franklin was designed to look very similar to the NX-01 Enterprise. Yeah, no, I just was like, good love for the Enterprise. Ah. Sorry, sorry. Um, Well, any other thoughts about the Star Trek Beyond? Other than that it was excellent, even though I had low expectations. It's my favorite of the new Star Trek movies. You know, I... I did not have as
1: low expectations, because I it feels like you can't get much worse than Into Darkness, to me.
0: See, Into Darkness, even and it's, it again, it's not a horrible... Perfectly, but. it was still pretty good, but the trailer and the... I only saw the first trailer that made it seem like a Fast and the Furious movie, and I was not into that, and I thank God it was not. Let me put not. this, way:
1: would you be opposed to Justin Lin directing the next one? Not at all. See, that, that to me is the biggest telltale, and also... And I would not be opposed to Simon I mean, Pegg, oh. who was the other guy that wrote it with I, him? Simon Pegg and his good friend. His good friend. <laughs> I'd say keep the writers and director. I, I agree. Well, here's the thing, Justin Lin, uh he did I, I know you if you do watch the Fast and Furious movies, he did make them more palpable. Like they're heist movies at this point now. Okay. And I they're only saw fun. the first one, I did not enjoy it. They're oh, it's not even the same type of movie because that's a car race movie. It's a yes. drag movie. Yeah. This is like literally they it's like almost like an Oceans Eleven with with fast cars and Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm doing his little we got three minutes to do this this and this and then The Rock shows up Kurt Russell shows up they say some funny lines and stuff blows up and they ride cars through buildings and you're like
0: cool I just say that the trailer the trailers they played before searching beyond all looked awful um but, but were they i don't oh, remember them all yeah. but i know they were all awful um but they did magnificent seven and halfway through magnificent seven did i leaned you over like that one no i leaned over to morgan and i'm like it's oceans 11 in the wild west <laughs> and she's like yes it is oh
1: that's what the, that's yeah well that's what it was yeah Maybe that's what the original was kind of but no i didn't think they had any good trailers Wow. See, I like them. I thought the Magnificent 7 looked good because, well, technically, the original one was the, the Seven Samurai, mm-hmm. but in the Wild Wild West. And they, but in this new
0: one, it's a mixture of. And with the cast, I'd see it, but I wouldn't see it in theaters. Wow. See, I, I, I'm i actually pumped for that. And the one. other one that I'd see, but not in theaters, was the new one with Britt Robertson. The guy, that, the kid that was born on Mars, then comes back to Earth. Oh, I thought that looked, well, that looked that, look great, but I'd see it on like HBO for that. That looked
1: like a, a, a tear. Well, actually, the first thing my fiance I and mean, we leaned over almost was just like, It was a w- was young was adult this, book in Was space. this a young adult book? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I don't think so. It looked like it. it but yes, it did. It did. But. I don't mind, though, so... I no, I don't. The one with the monster trucks, that looks horrible. Did you see that one? Where they find... it? It's technically a kid. It's like Free Willy, but with aliens and monster trucks. No, I didn't see that one. It's horrible. Mm. This kid finds an alien in or something like that, mm-hmm. and it likes to hide. It likes to eat metal, so it hides in a junkyard and it, hide, it, it actually replaces places the engine of a, mm-hmm. of a big monster truck yeah. and so literally it can do all these kinds of crazy things and you find out that it has a whole family here in the government Is that a young after. adult novel? No. I think it's called Monster Trucks or like uh, ha there's a monster in the
0: I get it. Yeah, it's, not that a, one does yes. not look.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's the girl from uh, uh, Suburbia, or uh, what's the one show was on ABC? She was Suburgatory. In e- Suburgatory, the lead girl from that. She's the oh. love interest slash Jane Levy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's in it. You're like, oh, hmm. this is what you're doing now, or maybe you made this a few years ago before you probably not yeah alright well everybody thanks for listening to the show if you have any thoughts please email us at com or go see Star Trek Beyond well yes in that too because you can just buy tickets so they can keep making them that's right you know what go to a five you, know what? you want to really relax go to a, a, a theater that has like the five dollar nights or whatever and if they recline back just buy two buy two and just <laughs> really just, just relax ten dollars it's the normal price of a ticket anyway and you get to fully relax put your feet up maybe spread out spread eagle all over the of the mm-hmm. thing would be great i'm um, just with clothes on though
0: i saw it in imax 3d and that's the way to see it yes well yo there are some places that do the five dollar thing and you can see
1: an imax 3d or ultra screen 3d as mm-hmm. i saw it and it was totally worth the uh
0: five dollars per ticket i saw it for i paid 15 dollars per ticket for a matinee show jesus <laughs> at lennox <sighs> sunday afternoon at like one o'clock yeah Damn. well because it was imax 3d Yeah. So,
1: all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, jeepers! Uh, Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something, this is a happy place!